0: Boo. You think I'm a good girl? Just wait
1: and see. We're bad girls. This is what we do.
0: I'm the girl that's gonna save your life.
1: Eh, you shot pretty well. For a boy.
0: Can't you handle a woman with a big gun? I put the fun in funeral. I like my men covered in blood. Hail to the queen, baby. I can, and I will. I can, and I will. I'll take a bite out of you.
2: Beware the Sirens.
0: Welcome back to another spine-chilling Stephen King-esque episode of Sirens of Horror. As always, I'm your mistress of evil, Ella Evella,
1: along with... Her sister of sin, Ashy Slashy. And today, we have our sailors of horror... Oh, God. We
3: have (laughs) have a title, Chris. I'm a sailor.
1: (laughs) A.K.A. our husband's back... Yep. And this time he is, my, my sailor is officially my husband on this podcast now. Cause... Were you
3: married by a captain? Uh,
1: oh, captain, n- my captain. No,
0: but
3: we did bash a bottle of champagne over something, so. Oh,
2: there you
0: yep, go. That works. Something, not someone, right?
3: Um, uh, my lawyer instructed me not to answer that question. <laughs> Good
0: answer. <laughs> and of course, as always, we have my amazing husband and the man I run to with so many questions that you'll never hear on this podcast.
2: Josh Henry.
0: and You gave us a great little shout-out. I did.
2: Uh, I gave you a shout-out on dragons and things on the Twitch network. Yay. So now I get to shout-out for them, too.
0: Yeah, the did dragons. you actually introduce yourself, babe? No, <laughs> We're just like, and Chris. there's He's the husband. <laughs> Go Why ahead and you introduce, introduce yourself.
3: <laughs> uh, this is Chris Shanley, uh, husband of Ashy Slashy, and uh, a willing and fearful participant.
0: Uh, as you should Just like my wedding <laughs> I mean, you're married to her I've literally been adopted by both of your parents At this point Yes, you're family now Yeah, so you, you should always be fearful yet willing Since I'm family
1: <laughs> And uh, like we did for our season, our season premiere of season 2 We discussed It Chapter 2 And we literally went to watch it and now, and decided to record it. So, we're doing this again with Dr. Sleep. We actually, uh, about, fuck, a month
0: ago, Josh and I started reading Dr. Sleep. We got right up till the ending today, before we went and saw the movie. Um, so we decided to actually, we went, saw the movie, and then Ash and Chris got to sit here while Josh regaled us with <laughs> the ending of the novel, which we will get to very different um but yeah so dr sleep we obviously did our three-part shining episode Mm -hmm. so uh if you haven't seen the shining go listen to about four and a half hours of us talk about the shining Mm -hmm. and if you haven't seen dr sleep and you don't want spoilers stop listening now pause it go to the movie theater watch the film come back and discuss it Mm -hmm. because uh spoilers abound yes We don't do a lot of films that just come out, so I always feel I'm like... It's been out
2: for a week.
1: (laughs) Well, (laughs) yeah, it's still a week. This heavy spoiler warning, guys. Just FYI. I
0: I feel the need, because, like, we don't need to give a spoiler warning for Night of the Comet from 1985.
2: (laughs) No, but you should just give a warning. (laughs) Not a spoiler warning, just a warning.
0: It was a romp. We enjoyed our romp of that film. Um... So yeah, so uh, let's discuss the setup okay. of the movie first. Uh, Josh and I can cue in a little bit for uh, the book, but we can all discuss the movie. Uh, so the movie, the Lily starts off with, like, right after the events of The Shining.
2: Basically, yeah.
0: So Jack has frozen, uh, Dan and Wendy... The girl they... Okay, just for a second. The woman they got to play
1: Wendy looks did, exactly like... Her, just,
0: she did the
2: voice. Yeah, a she looked slightly, exactly
1: like Shelley Duvall did in that. A slightly
2: more put-together mm-hmm. Shelley Duvall. Yes. Yeah. Slightly.
0: <laughs> she, she no
2: looked disrespect like to Shelley no, Duvall, course. but...
0: But she also looked like she'd eaten
1: recently. Yes, yeah. that's true. <laughs> Poor <laughs> that Shelly did not eat on that set. No. She wasn't Ku- allowed to. Because, yeah, Kubrick was an asshole. We had a long talk about yeah.
0: how much like, we... Love Kubrick's movies, but really hate him as a person. Uh, but, yet, yeah, spot, it was, she looked like Wendy, and I got that, but, like, her voice. hmm It was just like, damn.
2: It was very well done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And she got, like, the mannerisms and that. Mm-hmm.
2: And, I, and the kid who looked like Danny also looked pretty similar to Danny. Yeah. You know? all,
0: of, all of the, because there was Hollerand, Jack, Danny, and Wendy. Mm-hmm yeah yeah I'm like, yeah am I missing anyone?
2: The hollering guy had the had the voice down. Perfectly. Mm-hmm. Well,
3: I love Carl Lumley. Uh, yeah. I mean, I also love... Thank Sk- you, I didn't remember his name. Carruthers, but I've been a fan of Carl Lumley since Mantis, the superhero TV show that he was in. Oh
0: mm-hmm. my god, I vaguely remember that.
3: Uh, and he was also the original voice of Martian Manhunter on Justice League. Oh, oh my god! And he plays Martian Manhunter's dad on Supergirl, it's a live action show. So. Oh, nice! Yeah, no. so he's a great actor, and to uh, have him fill Skyman Brothers' shoes is kind of a fun thing to see. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, I,
1: I thought... I thought he looked
0: familiar. Yep. I also like the fact that, like, because it's taking place afterwards, and I know Mike Flanagan apparently had a really big fight with the studio because they just wanted to do, like, scene layovers or stuff like that or use, like, original footage.
3: The Shining 2. The Shining. -er.
0: And he did not want to do that. Oh, and now I can tell Ash has a freaky fact. I've got two, actually. I can
1: tell because you do this very, like, delicate hand motion. Like, I have a thing. (laughs) On emotion. (laughs) (laughs) So, my very first freaky fact of this chilling episode is Mike Flanagan had to convince Stephen King that despite his own distaste for Stanley Kubrick's The Shining movie that was made in 1980... Audiences were more familiar with that version and largely preferred it to Stephen King's own Shining in 1997, the miniseries. As such, the film had to be a sequel to Kubrick's film and include some direct references.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Pam and I were chatting about this when we were taking Daisy on a walk. It's, yeah, if you're going to make Doctor Sleep, no matter what, people are going to think of it as a sequel to Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Because that's just so ingrained in
3: our pop culture it's the definitive version of the
2: shiny it is. for I better mean, or worse
0: it, it's an amazing film
3: yes it yeah. is right and for marketing purposes you want to hit the widest audience possible and for film course it's going to be fans of the film not fans yeah, of the film. yeah. so
0: or the miniseries because like a lot of people don't even know the miniseries exists right. which yeah. is a shame yeah
3: uh, but they did a, a number of things to tie directly to the kubrick film obviously the set dressing of the overlook
0: at the end, yeah, yeah
3: the it was carpeting, the yeah. accoutrements, mm-hmm. the the lobby, the
2: elevator. I I gotta say, just real quick, some of those like identical shots to the Kubrick version, like Danny walking through the the ballroom.
0: But with it like falling but down. With it okay, decrepit. go go sure. Ash, before you explode. <laughs> yes,
2: sorry, Ash. I,
0: she's sorry. <laughs> vibrating.
3: <laughs> yes
0: fucking vibrating with excitement. Oh,
3: right I've sa- said it incorrectly. Hang on, I'll turn that feature off. <laughs> okay,
0: thank you. I told you, mute all
1: phones and Ashley's.
3: You didn't say Ashley's, sorry. Ah, <sighs> damn it.
1: Hey, if you mute me for the podcast, you don't have me, so there's that. Shit. Turn be- off the vibrate motion. Yeah.
0: I won't mute you completely, because that would just be a really interesting <laughs> podcast when you just be like, well, don't you think so? Ha ha ha! You're no, so right. You no, I'm with you.
2: I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you, Ash. I think the vibrating would be better, where it's like... <laughs> You know, Ella just sets Ash up with this, like, Oh, what do you think about that? And you just hear, (laughs) Great point, Ash. (laughs) Anyway. Freaky fact of freakiness.
1: Yes, my other freaky fact is most elements of The Shining in 1988 were recreated with duplicate sex and sex.
3: (laughs) We
2: have both sexes.
3: How do you have
0: duplicate sex? <laughs> I'm down to try. It. Twins. <laughs> it's just twins. Okay.
3: It is. It's really less
2: complicated. Is, is than it thing. where
0: you
1: have two sets of twins? It's duplicate sex. That's they- <laughs> quite duplicate sex. Oh, <laughs> damn it. All right. um, with duplicate sets and look alike actors. Though, four shots were reused hmm. the aerial shot of the water and the island. Oh. Yeah? Mm hmm. The blood pouring from the elevator, and the tr- the two shots after of the car driving off the mountain road.
2: Huh.
1: These shots were de-grained and recolored as day for night, and they had to digitally add snow. Interesting.
0: Uh-oh. I was wondering when I saw the, the blood coming out of the elevator, because I've yeah. just, I've seen that scene. It's phrase yeah. So many yeah, I, yeah,
1: times. Yeah, I well, was
2: struck by how the blood looked exactly the same. Yeah, I was like, how did they do that? It yeah, turns out and they so,
1: just... <laughs> right, they just redid, basically. Just, just like edited It's the it scene, digitally. we're editing yeah. it. Yeah. So, I, when we saw that scene, I was literally like, I remember back when we talked about the podcast, uh, mm-hmm. we were talking about The Shining, How that scene literally took almost an entire year to, like, do. Yeah. Just the scene of the blood pouring. Mm
0: -hmm. Because
1: they did six takes of it, but the room took, like, two months. To, to like, rebuild rebuild. Mm -hmm. and everything. So I'm sitting there going, not not having known this when I watched the film, like, oh, God. I can only imagine (laughs) having to, like, recreate this every time. It's Flanagan, not Kubrick, so he would have done it, like, twice. Right. Right.
3: He'd be like, got it. Well, the thing that struck me as far as connections to the original film uh, wasn't the reuse. It was uh, two key things. One was uh, aerial photography of them driving to the Overlook Mm -hmm. that mirrored Kubrick's aerial photography of the opening sequences Mm of uh, the Torrance family driving there. Now, it was new shots, but it was still the same style of shot. I think that just said that some of those were It was the same
0: shot. They just put snow.
3: No, I mean before they get to the snow, when they're driving across states. Oh, yeah. There's a number of outdoor uh, driving shots that were just... They didn't have to shoot them that way, but they chose to to mirror... That big, wide, wide shot. Yeah. Really wide shot. Um, The other thing that uh, I really liked was when they mirrored the score of the original... They had those big, deep bass notes that mm-hmm. were coming through. The, the
0: fireworks are attempting to recreate the deep bass notes. Yeah. Yes,
3: well, somebody's very excited
0: about Doctor they, Sleep. They
1: just watched Doctor Sleep, and they're so excited. that like, we must send fireworks! <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Great timing there. Right? Uh, but, but, so, we, we kind of skipped ahead a little bit, so let's yeah. yank ourselves back.
2: To the beginning. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, I'm going to start off with discussing uh, Danny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to kind of go a little bit up to, like, when the real big things of it happen. Yeah. Um, so you find out very early in the film that uh, Danny, for all of the trauma and all the terrible things that have happened, has turned into Jack. Yeah. Well,
2: should we first touch on when he's a kid and the lock boxes?
0: Oh, that's a good point. Because so, yeah. that's
2: where we really start the, the story.
0: Yeah, so uh, there's a scene. Uh, it's in both the beginning of the book in the movie, the main difference is in the book, Dick Hollerin's alive because in the book he's alive, and in the movie he's a ghosty ghost because Cooper killed him. Yes. So that's the only real difference Cooper about killed, kill, kill,
3: You could have walked off an axe in the back, <laughs> it was
2: in the <laughs> yeah. chest.
3: Oh, yeah. It was
2: well, in the chest. Yeah. That's, that's a little bit harder, but. Not impossible. He could have he walked it off. He like, could yeah. walked it off. Man up there. Oh, God. Man up, scat man. <laughs> but, uh...
1: <laughs> no, I was going to say, there's something that I found very interesting about the beginning of this film, um, is you, in the trailers, it's not said that it, it starts off as him as a kid. Mm-hmm. So I was just thinking, oh, it's going to be older Danny. So you weren't expecting anything of him being a kid? No. So I was really like, I was like, oh, cool. We get to, like, literally the aftermath of yeah. the Overlook, basically. And
0: you figure out Danny's just, he is not even speaking.
1: No.
3: Yeah. Well, would you?
0: <laughs>
1: Valid.
3: Well, I keep in mind he wasn't speaking very much during the events of the Overlook. I mean, he was kind of a reclusive kid at that point. Yeah. really only yeah. to Tony. And then, yeah, that trauma is going to, you know, make him just kind of go further into himself. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, in, in the book he it's he's traumatized but he's not so quiet. Oh,
1: okay.
3: Well, in the book of the shining ends on a better note for him than the film. The film yeah. is just left as a I hope they make it to town. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't get a definitive answer about whether they even fucking
0: make it. Right. And <laughs> yeah. they don't even
3: know if there's enough gas in the uh yes. whatever that is, the, the caterpillar the, or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's a little bit more where the book
3: Gives you a. You see, it as an older kid graduating, it's you know, well. That's sweet. the
2: miniseries, and in,
0: in the book, it's just book it
2: did that too. No, in the book, he just goes fishing with with Dick, Dick. Oh. and they're they're fishing in Florida, and then he's like, "You missed your dad, don't you?" And like they just kind of have a little talk there, oh. but uh, that's that's really it. But yeah. um, you
0: know, they make it off, but you just, yeah. It's yeah, normal life.
2: But in the in the. So, what we find out in the first scene with Danny in the book and in the movie is that the ghosts of the Overlook have followed him. Yeah. Mrs. Yeah. Massey in particular, the bathtub woman. <laughs> mostly- no. She-
1: Mrs. Massey can go in her box and stay in her box. I have to say, um,
0: from the Kubrick Shining to the miniseries Shining, uh, Massey was done Well, this version of Massey was so visceral. And like
1: the clamminess, yeah. of it, it looked yeah,
2: great. I, whatever looks, they what did looked uh, great.
1: Messy can stay in her box, and every don't time I went
0: near box. a bathroom, I just like shot my hand out for Ash to grab. <laughs> It was just, like I offered my hand up as sacrifice. Uh, so you find out the ghost of foam, and Dick Cringe gives him this way to protect himself: of to take a lockbox and put whatever you're scared of. Whatever's coming for you yeah. in this lockbox.
2: Basically using the shining to have like a little storage facility for ghosts in your mind.
0: Yeah. So
2: as horrifying as that is.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't want I don't want Massey. I guess it's better than having Massey in my bathtub and having her yeah. in my mind. Hidden in a box as long as she stays in that box. So I was gonna say, I'll put him in a box in another box. <laughs> I'll take that box, box and I'll mail to it to myself and I'll smash it with a hammer. <laughs> Um, so I could not take the lockbox thing seriously. Okay. Only because so Chris and I every morning we listen we would listen to the Kevin and Bean show, uh-huh. and they were talking about Doctor Sleep, and if they were talking. I think they mentioned the the boxes or something, because uh-huh. one of them had gone to see it, and he was like, or it was Beer Mug, who had gone to see it, and he was like, so he does this thing with the box, and all I could think of was, what your motherfucking shine box.
2: Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, get your fucking shoe shine box from Goodfellas. Yeah. yeah.
1: So he makes a like he makes a reference of Get Your Motherfucking Shine box and put your ghost in your motherfucking shine box and I'm like, Oh god, I hear beer mug in my fa- in my head now. I can't
3: Well the thing I found it most interesting about so it's 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 you know, obviously compartmentalization of trauma. Yeah. yeah. But what I found was interesting most about that whole premise was you see inside the heads of three characters. Mm-hmm. Rose the hat Abra and Danny, Mm -hmm. and everyone has very distinct differences. Uh, For um, Abra, it's like file cabinets cabinets in in her bedroom. For Rose, she's got an entire mansion, and it's like um, a cathedral. Yeah, that's what I say. But it's like like Dewey Decimal System file cards. I also
0: kind of got because um, it's not so much mentioned, but you get the idea because she does have the Irish accent. That Rose is pretty much like pre like war and Catholicism Irish. Yeah. Sure. Uh, but the the things in her head actually looked like wood to me. Okay. Like almost like the uh, how like in Ireland like a lot of marriage certificates like really important things would be like really carved well, she onto had, pieces of right. wood. It was
2: a super ornate. The difference is yeah. like the difference is Abra's is her room that just happens right. it's to have a safe filing. Space. Right, yeah. it's her safe space That's, and
1: everything is filed neatly. Very right. but
3: the, the, the thing that I found interesting is you're, you're seeing inside each person's head and I really for, like that too. for the two female characters, Abra and Rose, it it has to be um, categorization of their memories. This mm-hmm. is what it takes to be them. This is what they are. This is what makes them who they are. For Danny, it's... This is where I keep my ghost that's all that is that I am anymore. Yeah, it's and just, it's literally just I, boxes, overlook, and
1: boxes and boxes. it's just Changed it so that
3: it's just that. That's all that does, is it
1: is. it's anymore. dark it's kind of it's dark and snowy like Well, the, no, it's, it's the hedge
0: it's, maze. It's, it's the, the hedge maze. maze. Yeah. And you get that gor- gorgeous gorgeous shot when she first kind of gets into it and you see how big and how complicated it was. And I really like that this idea that like to go through his mind is just this maze. getting lost. Yeah. Well, and the, mm-hmm.
3: the thing for me, too, was since it's this is him, quote-unquote, defeating the ghosts by capturing them,
0: mm-hmm.
3: he is the one who defeated his dad, and it was in the hedge maze. This is where he mm-hmm. can outsmart the monsters. Yeah. He knows the hedge maze wow. is where he... Yeah, is that's he's really successful. It's just, yeah, it's that's where really he felt point. safe. Yeah.
0: yeah. I liked it because... Uh, the, what I kept thinking back to Abra's was um, from Dreamcatcher.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, it's the memory. The warehouse. memory vault. Yeah, because they do that in Dreamcatcher too, where everyone has their memory warehouse.
0: Yeah, and everybody can um, remember, and everybody has like a special room that's locked.
3: Well, yeah, that's a, a, a kind of a Sherlock Holmesian. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a it's a psychiatric and philosophical idea of the mind
0: palace. Yeah, uh, I really liked the idea though. For me, like, as somebody who like. We all here are fucked up in a number of ways. As long as the Shrink's don't take us away in white jackets, we're still doing good. Uh, But I really loved the idea of Jack's head being amazed to himself. You mean Mm -hmm. Danny? Danny, sorry. Danny is almost being amazed to himself of this idea of he doesn't know what is really in his mind or what's behind a corner. Or what could be triggering, what ghosts could be there. Yeah. And I like that idea of, like, I know I get that way where, like, sometimes random-ass bullshit will set me off. Mm-hmm. I'll make me feel sad, or make me feel scared, or just triggers. The idea that Danny's whole mind is a maze of demons and ghosts and triggers. Well, yeah, I... and... Sorry, go ahead. go ahead.
3: No, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, um, when he finally scores off against Rose... He literally pulls her into his mind, and it is the hedge maze. Yeah, and then he let Abra. Then uses the same trick that Danny used on Jack to double back on her footprints to lead Rose to a certain spot where then they can fight it out with her. And it doesn't go as planned, but still, it's, it's pulling. a good plan. But mm-hmm. it's pull, pulling her into Danny's mind and reveals that it's just the hedge maze.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, just gonna say, like, I can kind of agree with um with you, Ella, on the whole. Like, it's interesting how she's kind of like. His mind is literally all of his demons and triggers and stuff like that. Because, you know, you and I both deal with depression.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's kind of, that's kind of what our heads are like, is these little boxes of... I feel like mine is a hedge maze with filing cabinets. Yeah. Mine's boxes, yours is a hedge, uh, hedge maze. No, yours is a filing cabinet maze. Yep, that's just, like, it's just filing cabinet mazes.
0: <laughs> There's weird shit. Do not open a lot of them. Yeah. Um... So you find out that Danny has gotten this ability to have these lock boxes. The things have followed him, and then it's a flash forward to adult Danny, who is piss-ass drunk after a night of partying and sleeping with some random
1: chick who threw up on the bed. Yeah, that I when they like they pulled away, he gets off the bed, he looks at her, and there's throw up. I was like, Ew.
3: and he's a fighter. He likes to pick fights. Yeah, yeah. He so he's cause, like he's the, go the like he's he's,
1: re- he's recollecting because he's like okay. Naked Aww. girl thrown up. Okay, I remember her. And then, like, he looks in the mirror and he sees the black eye and he's like, oh yeah, I got into a bar fight. You've right. ever wondered just...
0: what it's like to be a brown-out drunk. That is it.
2: Now he's a blackout drunk.
0: No, because he remembers.
2: I guess, but... Because
0: that's what mine is. Because mine's walking around the house. Kendo sword? Spanking somebody with a kendo sword. This? Like, it's playing, like, Clue with my own house, and why things are slightly out of place. Like, what happened last night? Oh, yeah, this. Oh, there's a Ken. Let me focus on the Kendok where he's like, let me focus on this bruise. Oh, yeah, I got into a fight with this person. Let me... If if he were to have woken up at a completely different place, he would have no idea what happened. But he can kind of pull those little pieces. Yeah. Um, and this, this is a massive, massive scene in the book. Yeah. So pretty much in the book, the idea is, um, and they do it briefly in the movie, where he wakes up, slept with this woman. Collect, yeah, collecting himself, kind of just recollecting everything. He looks at his wallet and he realizes all of his money's gone. So he goes over to the chick's wallet, steals all of her money, and there's a kid. A baby. A baby. In soil diapers, in a room
1: with a bunch of coke, in a bong. And he just takes the kid, puts it on the bed. So... It's funny, now that you mentioned in the book that he had a soiled diaper, I'm remembering that scene. His diaper was soiled. Yeah, because it was heavy. It was like, hey. It was heavy, and then on his onesie, there was like one little wet spot. Yeah. And S- having changed millions of diapers, because that's what I do as a preschool teacher, I I know exactly what that looks like. Yeah, so
0: the idea is in uh, the book, uh, the baby actually like goes up to the coke and is like, Candy. And he takes his kid and kind of moves him. And the kid's got, in the book, the kid has, like, bruises on his arms yeah. and on his face and on like, his it's, legs. it's
2: clear that whoever the mom is
1: She's neglecting with the child. Yeah.
2: Is, like, whoever she's with is abusing the kid. And or the mom's, mom's abusing neglect, kid. Or, yeah, and the mom's yeah. neglecting him. So, basically... He, that becomes, like, his rock bottom. You know, every alcoholic or drug addict has their, like, rock bottom. Yeah. Basically, that's his rock bottom. But
0: I also feel like that that scene is really, really important for Abra because it's a kid that he knows is in trouble, sees is in trouble, and, and walks leaves. away. Yeah. And that's a thing he can't ever forgive himself for is it's not the taking the money. It's not the sleeping with the girl it's seeing something that's wrong and walking away from it.
1: Yeah. And then there, later on they they have that scene where he's like he's gone to sleep and he sees her like he sees the flies. Oh no, it's like he sees her arm around Yeah, he him. sees her arm around him and he's like, Oh, okay, like it's probably like I had it's another drunk it's a dream or I had another drunken night, probably and then he like kinda looks at the arm and it's like
0: Rot- it's very massy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Very, you know, miss massied you know, rotted flesh, blah, blah, blah. And then he, like, kind of pulls it off. And then he sees her and she... I can't remember what she's saying to him. It's like, come back to bed. Something like that, yeah. But, then she grabs him.
0: And then you see the baby and she's like, we've always been dead.
1: Yeah. And then it's just... And so it's just kind of that, like... This is something he's
0: regretted. Yeah,
1: like... And I... It's funny, because I I almost read that as, like, she may have completely OD'd that night. It's a possibility. It is. And then the kid just... Dies because mom's not taking care yeah, of yeah. She said gone.
2: like they they still haven't found us or something like that. yeah.
1: That's I mean, what we've it been is here for weeks and they still haven't. That's found what it is yeah. yeah. We've been here for weeks and they still haven't found us. So I read that as she may have OD'd that night, never woke yeah. up.
2: Well, in and... the well, in the book that that thing that you we just talked about that scene plays basically on repeat in Danny's mind, a version of it.
0: Uh huh. Yeah.
2: Where he's constantly haunted by Dini and her child, the mm. the, the girlfriend yeah, is Dini in the book.
0: Yeah, Ed. But that's that's kind of the fear is like did she OD? And what's kind of, I enjoy in both the movie and the book is you never find out.
2: Yeah. You, you never, never know. You never know.
0: Maybe she did OD that night. Yeah. Maybe the next day the kid ate all the cocaine and died. Maybe she got her shit together, married a lawyer, and is living in Beverly Hills.
1: All options. Yeah. You could, we it. don't know.
0: It could happen. <laughs> Uh, so we, we go on to see Danny is a alcoholic, uh, ruining his life, traveling from town to town, and ends up in Freezer, New Hampshire.
2: Where they make white people. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yep. Okay. I need to shout out to Mike Flanagan, because this made me so fucking happy. The entire book Shining, it is, besides Dick, it is white, white, blonde, white, 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 blonde, white. Yeah. What Italian. <laughs> but that's it. But there was such a great diversity in people in this movie
1: that he didn't have to do. You mean Dr. Sleep?
2: Yes, in Dr. Yeah. Sleep.
1: You said The Shining. Oh. Yeah,
2: Flanagan did a did a but, good job yes. of altering the... You just
1: know. No, I know. To but go with I, words. I, I was referring there. to that because of listeners who were like, but we're talking what about... What the fuck Dr. is Dr. Pam? What the fuck? Who's the Italian in Shining? I don't remember an Italian in Shining. What the fuck is that talking about? Just, so, just get, get I was just it. like, yeah, uh, in so. Dr. Sleep.
0: it's <laughs> And Dr. No Sleep. Dr. No Sleep.
2: <laughs> I will flip this table.
0: <laughs> uh, but it, it was a, ch- a choice by Flanagan yeah. to take a script that has all white people, one black guy, and go, Nah! We're going to make a mixed family and we're going to put this race and this and like... And I was just kind of like, Oh, this is nice. Yeah, I, I, this I, I like is, that. This, this is not like... It wasn't in the book. It didn't have to be there. That's a choice that yeah. I really enjoy.
1: And it's funny, I actually, I didn't, I think I for, must have forgotten this because I don't remember if it said it in the trailers, but I didn't realize that it was directed by Mike. Uh, we, we were very excited because we watched everything Mike Flanagan's ever done. I know, that's why I was just like, oh, he <laughs>
0: did the thing, yay! Well,
2: he didn't just direct this movie. He directed he it, wrote it, and, and edited, edited it. it.
0: I feel you, Mike. I feel you. Talk about, like, talk
2: about uh, overachieving. Yeah. Right? I feel you,
0: Mike. <laughs> it's not right unless I do it. <laughs> um, so, what do you guys all kind of feel about the idea of Danny going down this road? After the events of The Shining.
3: Which road? The, the alcohol, the alcohol and... and the I think aggression. it makes sense. I think, you know... Um... If the trauma was just my dad went on a bender and tried to kill my mom and I, that's enough to drive somebody to drink.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. If
3: it's beyond that, I'm also terrorized by ghosts for the rest of my life. Yeah. yeah. I, and I have to wonder, um, because we see at one point where he, he kind of, he's, he's shut himself off from the shining a bit, but when he opens himself up to it, it's like a floodgate. He's, it's like a wave oh, of, yeah. of mm-hmm. noise. And it, it to me, I read it as the alcohol helps dull that sound. It's yeah. literally it stated,
0: yeah. like in the book, the reason why he drinks
3: is to dull
2: the sure. It's
0: the only time he doesn't feel everything, and mm-hmm. right, like it, it's literally like it just it turns it off for a little bit.
3: Right, and he comes from a family of alcoholics, so I think it, it all makes perfect sense. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. So what about you, Ash? Because I know like you really adored. Danny in The Shining, you were, like... I think you, out of me and M, were the most, like, kind of protective. only because, like, you do work with kids that yeah. age. Where I'm just kind of like, he's fine. Bury the boy, bury the boy. <laughs> uh, Throw
2: some dirt on him, he's fine.
0: <laughs> uh, that takes a different connotation in this movie. Uh, but what was your kind of seeing
1: that? Um, I... I think him going down the path of being an alcoholic is definitely like that's how I that's how I would see him dealing with what happened. Um I'm not saying like I obviously I'm not an alcoholic, but if, you know, I had said drama that was just completely unbearable, whiskey would sound good. Whiskey would sound great. Um what about you, Joshi?
2: Um, I gotta say, and I mentioned this to you earlier, uh, the second read-through of Dr. Sleep, when we were reading it together this last few weeks, um...
0: I get read to, like, a pretty, pretty princess.
2: You do. I love reading to you. Um...
1: I wish you read to me, babe.
2: (laughs) Read your own book. (laughs) (laughs) This is 2019. Women can read their own books. But, uh... Now, uh, but the second read-through... I uh, I liked I liked the book as a whole a lot more. I think because the first time I read it, I just was not emotionally ready to, to have little Danny Torrance fucking women and, and leaving their kids to die. I just <laughs> wasn't emotionally ready for that. Yeah. So, like, the whole time I was reading Doctor Sleep, the very first chapter, I was just like, oh, Danny, why? Aww. Why? Danny? See, I think that
0: was my reaction. I had more towards it because, like, it was at a certain point we got Dr. Sleep at a book fair thingy, but we got a copy of it, because you didn't have your original copy.
2: No. This is the copy oh. I bought when I first moved to LA.
0: Then I fucking found it. was like, oh, there's a sequel? He's like, yeah. So, like, I went into it because oh, we've, we've seen the Kubrick version, I've seen the miniseries I've read, the book. So, I was just like... Oh, Doctor Sleep! Oh, how many different ways can this go? Oh, I wonder if like he turns into this, or does this, or if it's like this. And it was like, no, he's a dick.
2: I mean, I, I think I intentionally tried harder than anything to not spoil for you.
0: Wow, thank you. This time, so happy you led to my emotional trauma. Hey, <laughs> Surprise! You're the one. Who,
2: you're the one who was tearing up at the end of the book. Oh
0: I teared, hey, up, so I teared up too. Hard. Oh,
2: Ash teared up too.
0: Oh, I teared up so hard. I was not emotionally prepared for
2: that. But we'll get to that. Putting the, um, put the cart before the horse.
0: Yeah, uh, but I, I, I felt like I, I kind of like emotionally connected with Danny. Um, I have gone through periods of alcoholism. Yep. Um, Ash has come over and she's had very big talks and has thrown out all the alcohol in my place multiple times and said, "Nope, this is not healthy. It's fine. I no longer drink vodka. I drink beer. <laughs> that doesn't make you an alcoholic, right?" Yeah. No. 8 a.m. beers? No? Cool. Got
3: it. I think we're getting a mixed message here.
0: <laughs> On this podcast, we do not condone alcoholism. Ella just condones drinking.
2: We condone functioning alcohol. Yes.
0: There we functioning go.
1: Functioning alcohol. High, yeah. fu- high functioning. High functioning, functioning alcohol. I'm a high
0: functioning alcoholic sociopath. Thank there you very much. <laughs> um, But I, I feel like I connected with Danny in this way of like, I remember when in my battles in my life with drugs, narcotics, alcoholism, uh, ghosts. Ghosts. Um all the different things. That one time that like Bigfoot wouldn't leave me alone for a month, it got really weird.
3: <laughs> you know, um, that guy's name was Jim. He really didn't like that nickname.
0: Well he got it. It's what happens when you stalk me for a month.
3: Uh, and when the, you have big feet.
0: Yeah.
2: It's an accurate name.
0: But there's there's something even like Besides when you're either doing the drug or you are drinking, there's kind of an overwhelming, like, that's like the only way I can describe it, of like, you know it's wrong, you know it's bad, you know you should stop. It's like, it's like almost putting a band-aid on a wound. Yeah, it's, it's like I broke both my legs and I put a Hello Kitty band-aid on both of them. And was aware I was just going to keep putting Hello Kitty Band-Aids on them. When I put the Band-Aid on, it felt better. But, like, I was aware afterwards, like... This isn't really helping. This isn't helping. This isn't fixing anything. This isn't making my life better. But I want the Band-Aid.
2: So, that leads to Danny just hopping on a bus and landing in Frasier. Yep. And he basically just... As soon as he gets there, gets his life back on in, on track because somebody believes in him. Billy,
0: yeah. um, Billy is slightly different in the book. He uh, is—I—I I don't know who the actor was, but he looked really familiar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he plays Billy. Uh, but in the book, Billy is a uh, portly, like sixty-year-old Cliff Curtis. Well,
2: well, he's not portly. He's just older. He's like a chain smoker. He's not an alcoholic in the book.
0: No,
1: he's not. He, he drinks an occasional beer. Yeah, he's in nothing we've ever seen, at least that I've seen. All but right.
2: basically, in the movie, they took Billy and they made him an amalgamation of three characters yeah. in in the book:
0: Billy, John, and,
2: and Casey. Casey, Casey, his uh, Dan's AA sponsor.
0: Uh, well, let's let's go through the movie first, and then we'll we'll kind of diverse how it differentiates from the book. Uh. I I liked this. Um, I wish it was bigger. Like That's the, what the, she
3: said. <laughs> yeah, where are we going with this? <laughs>
0: um, at, like I said, like um, I'm being very frank about like my alcohol and drug addiction. Um, besides one drug that I really should have had withdrawals from that I didn't. Um, every time I like went on, like, month-long vendors and stopped drinking. I was sick for days. I was mm-hmm. throwing up. Ashes. I think you've sat with me probably through, like, two and a half withdrawals. Yeah. Of of my young life. Uh, Ella was real fun in college! Uh, but I wish you would have seen more of the struggle of, like, him driving past a bar and being like... Mm, gotta keep going. Yeah, There's and you kind
1: of—I mean, you kind of got that in the miniseries a little bit. With what with Jack? With Jack and the yeah. Shining, because he was like, "I'm I'm a recovering alcoholic. I've been sober for like X amount well, of months." But the, but the and, idea
0: is, when Danny gets off the bus, he's probably had a drink in the last six hours.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, um, with with Jack. I mean, the Kubrick film even starts with him explaining to the guy who gave him the job that he's off the sauce. So it'll be good to get away, you know, all of yeah. that stuff. Um, with with Danny, I get where you're going. I think in uh, I think the film was what two hours twenty minutes. Two hours something and 20 like that. Like I mean, that, you've yeah. got a little bit room for for getting off plot to do background work, but I, I mean, at some point you have to. I think, I think like, they well, showed enough. I do agree. Like it, it thirty felt seconds.
1: Thirty seconds of him just. Like, like, gets he, off the bar, he, or gets off the bus and sees a bar.
3: Sure. Well, they, there are points later on where we see that temptation is still there, uh, but they do go from a very certain specific moment in time where he uh, goes to his neighbor and says, and co-worker, and says, I need help. Yeah. And then we see him go to his first meeting, and then we see him get his eight-month chip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's gone from being the quiet, shy guy who's barely able to admit he has a problem to actually... Helping people. Speaking, like, being a, a guy who's kind of talking to the new, yeah. newbies at the meeting. To it's say actually like,
0: his eight-year chip.
3: Oh, that's right. Sorry, it's eight yeah, years. It's eight years later. Yeah.
0: Um, but I, I just wish we would have gotten a little bit of feeling in that first thing because it is such a big thing in the book of, like, when he first sobers up and yeah. the reasons and how, like, he has very certain rules he has to follow to do this.
2: And his sponsor in the book the Casey character, yeah. is a very strict
0: Like, he sponsor. has to write half notes every single day and stuff yeah, like he, that. He mm-hmm.
2: makes him go to a meeting every day for, like, what, 90 days 90 or something days. like that? And write notes every time he goes and say and say his morning and evening prayers. And, and like, he has a
0: scene where he goes and literally it's uh, after he kind of has, like, a connection with Abra. He stops at a bar and Lily has to call John. Who's the, the doctor, doctor? Yeah, and and talk to him and be like, I'm outside of a bar and I need you to, like, talk, talk me out of talk it. Talk me out of this.
2: Talk me off the bridge. And it, yeah. it
0: felt a little. Like, I get it for time constraints, but I just I wish they would have given us like a minute
2: just to see the struggle. Just
0: to see the struggle because it felt so like oh, I'm fucking up here and I'm doing this. I'm in a new town. I haven't had a drink in eight years. Yeah,
2: we we we, met, we went from A to Z real yeah. quick.
1: Yeah. So I was gonna say, um. The I have another freaky fact. Give freaky off. fact. <laughs> um. So you know he gets to the town and he interviews to be an orderly. Yes. So the office in which Danny interviews for the orderly position is the same room Jack is interviewed in for the caretaker job in The Shining. I
2: oh. noticed that.
1: That's really cool. I
2: noticed. I I saw that because it's framed exactly the same uh-huh. way. With, espe- like, even the name, the, the what do you call that on a the, desk? Plates. the, the plate, the placard, Placid, yeah. Yeah. yeah, even the placard is in the exact same spot oh, as it is really in The cool. Shining, and the ba- and he's backlit from the window the exact same mm-hmm. way that only is. I kind of in. like
0: when The Shining, when Doctor Sleep comes out. I'd love to watch him, like back to back, yeah. and just figure out how me, because I didn't get that. Uh, also, the guy that's interviewing him is the asshole husband. From Gerald's Game. Yeah, we did that podcast, and there was a lot of hugging involved in that one. Mm-hmm. Also, another Mike Flanagan yep. movie. And Stephen King. And Stephen King, mm-hmm. yeah. Flanagan
2: uh, just needs to keep making Stephen King shit. She's yeah. real good at it.
0: Yeah, I, I agree on that. Uh, apparently, Molly the Thing of Evil. Okay, mm-hmm. for people that don't know this, if you, if you want to go and just have a good, good time on social media with all of the hell that's going on right now, Look up Molly the Thing of Evil. It is Stephen King's Corgi. <laughs> that oh, he I love named her. the Thing of Evil and pretty much all of his posts are like her with like a stuffed bear and being like Molly preparing to destroy all of the bears in the world.
1: And yes. he has a new dog and it's the Thing of Good.
2: Yes, he has the thing of evil in the Hold thing on, of I'm good.
1: literally looking her up right now. Even though,
2: even though the thing of good, he says, like, poops behind the treadmill or something like that.
1: Yeah, like, the thing of good is actually
0: worse behavior than the thing of evil. That's because it's a puppy. But, uh, Mike Flanagan, there was a photo of Mike Flanagan, like, mid-lick by Molly. And he was just like, uh, now that Molly, the thing of evil, has christened Flanagan, oh my god, Ash's face.
2: Ash just pulled up the Instagram. Oh
0: my god. Like <laughs> the comments oh. are what make it. Daisy, Daisy,
2: she's not as adorable as you.
0: Yeah, don't say that around her. She'll slit your throat. Daisy's
2: like, I'm not threatened. <laughs> no, she's just busy being cute, sleeping next to me.
0: Um uh, but yeah, I would I would just like to see some struggle yeah. in in him recovering from drinking. Like, there's a lot of stuff at the end of this film that I was like you could have cut, like, ten minutes of this shit. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, there are
3: certainly parts that I felt were rushed. But since that, again, that's set up to get to the actual plot, I, I'm i okay that they glossed over that a bit. Okay. They definitely established that there was a struggle, and they don't let you ever forget that there was a struggle.
0: By bringing, by bringing Dini back later on.
3: Uh, yeah. Dini, or any time, like, there are multiple instances where... Um, alcohol is being offered by characters both living and not living. Yeah, well, Abra's, and he Abras, Abras dad in mm-hmm. that yes. one yeah. But that one's a more subtle, like, understated one. But both the, he and Billy, who in this instance, unlike the book, Billy is his sponsor,
0: yeah, are, like, are
3: both like, no thanks. And they don't have to explain why, they just say no thanks.
0: Yeah. And then
3: later, there is a point where he gre- does go for the bottle and oh, puts that, it to his lips
0: twice. That was a great scene. And then that throws was, it away.
2: Yeah. You and first... Hats off to and McGregor. He was fantastic.
0: Everyone that as acted he, in this film was stunning. As he often is. Stunning. I, I was really impressed. Um, so while on Danny's path to recovery, he has become an orderly in, uh, let me confirm this. Josh, in the book he's a nurse, right?
2: No, he's just an orderly. He's
0: an orderly? Okay. Um, at a hospice. Mm-hmm.
2: Where, Not a hospital, a hospice.
0: Yes, a hospice or, or a hot spice.
2: A hot spice, as Abra calls it, because she's a kid and kids are dumb. Yeah, so she really? calls it a hot spice. The lesser known
3: spice girl.
0: Yes, <laughs> hot spice. Um, and where he gets the name Doctor Sleep.
3: Oh my God, he said
0: the name.
1: Go ahead. He did. He said the name. And I was like,
0: ah. Um, where there's uh, this cat and this azzy Yes, I said the word (laughs) Azzy, and I just see, like, an excited school child. Ash is like, ooh, 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 ooh,
1: ooh, ooh, I have a point, I have a point.
0: Yes, Miss Slytherin? Go.
1: (laughs) So, freaky fact, the name of the cat that enters the room of the patients who are next to die in the hospice of Revington House, is what the name of the hospice is called. Yes, it is. Is Azzy, which is short for... Azriel. Oh, the angel of death. The angel
3: of death, yeah. So
1: I, I now want to have a little black cat that I want to name Azrael. Yeah, well, but in any... order,
3: the cat was white and fluffy. Yeah,
1: yeah. but I feel like...
0: The cat was so
3: pretty. That's I just want a very looking cat.
1: Yeah, but I love black cats.
0: I do, too. Well, of course I have black He wants cat. a black cat to name an emo
3: Yes, I want to name it I, I used to have a black cat named Rally, after Rally Vincent, from Gunsmith Cats. <gasps>
0: I recently, Joel posted just like that. Just Joel's post, yeah. And yeah. I was, I looked back on it and I realized that was the very first cosplay I ever did was Rally. Because I had short hair and all I had to do was buy the, like, buy the jacket and the tie and then I had, like, my little crappy gun. That was my first fucking cosplay. It was a Rally.
2: We're getting <laughs> off subject. Yes. D-
0: deeply. Um, But... Cats will do that. Yes. <laughs> uh, So this is cat was so soft looking. I Sorry. know, i so fluffy. I
3: so the cat, some, the cat clearly has the shining.
0: Oh yeah. Well, The, <laughs> the idea is all cats.
3: <clears throat> Are just made of shine.
0: All cats can see into the void. I don't know why I went Trelawney there. <laughs> um, but so I liked the fact that they didn't show the progression of him sobering up. But they did show the progression of, like, him becoming Dr. Sleep. Yeah. Where it's, like, the first
1: time it happens and he's, like,
0: uh, I'll go get someone. Uh, I don't want to be here. Uh, Right, but the old
1: man is just kind of, like, no, I I want you to stay
0: stay I don't want to be alone, yeah. Yeah. And then by the, they show, because that's, like, right around the time he gets, like, his very new chip. And then it's, Mm -hmm. they show when he gets his eight-year chip. And then as he goes into a room and he goes in and he starts seeing Sinatra with the guy. And he's like, do you want to feel for the pain? But he's very calm about it. So you do get that.
3: He eases their transition. He's seen. Yeah. But also the, he's go,
0: comfortable with it now.
3: Yeah. And I, I, they didn't go into this in the movie. But I, I wondered if, you know, he's seen people who didn't transition to the other side very well. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if he thinks in helping ease this change for them. Will it help their afterlife? Will it, it put them to rest, as it were? Because, I mean, he makes a point, they mention it more than once, that we it, the, he says the lines, we don't end.
1: Yeah. I was going to say earlier um, that, Ella, you mentioned um, how his mom dies. No, I didn't.
0: Or
1: you mentioned he sees the... They, in the movie, they mentioned he sees the flies on, on yeah, his okay. mom. I... To piggyback on what you said, Chris, about how he may have seen people transition from death poorly, Um, is we don't really, like, because at one point he does mention, I couldn't even look at my mom anymore. Yeah. Uh, That's in the book.
2: The
0: Uh, Death Flies. Yeah. Yeah. But,
1: so, in, uh, Josh and I will piggyback
0: onto this uh, with the book. Uh, An interesting thing is, uh, actually, at one point, he sees the Death Flies on Billy. Mm Mm-hmm. And actually sends Billy via John to go to a gastric enterologist, and he finds out he actually has like a massive ulcer.
2: That would kill. him. That would have
0: killed him. Mm. So
2: he saves Billy's life. So the idea oh, is, wow. is,
0: the death flies aren't like you're going to die; it's something is happening. Something uh,
2: life threatening is happening. Something life threatening.
0: But he, they mention in the book that he never sees them on the elderly
2: because right. their mm.
0: time has come. And also, uh, there is a scene. We're like when the guy dies, he breathed out like steam. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the book, it's red.
2: When someone with The Shining dies.
0: No, it's just when anyone oh, dies. Oh no! Yeah, I forget. When, when anyone, because the idea is like when the steam comes out because you're a kid, you're young. Oh, that's you're right. You're pure. Right. And when you die and you're old, it's, it's like, like a red or... mist. Yeah, it's the idea. It's like decayed, it's like
3: rust almost. Mm. Um, Interesting. They it's... definitely didn't do that in the movie. It all no. looks the same. It's
0: all wet. Uh, in in the book it's less seen as like he's um, taken on this like he saw somebody transition badly or he has a reason it's more like in working in the hospice and becoming Dr. Sleep gave The Shining a positive meaning Mm -hmm. where before The Shining always had negative connotations it hurt him, it was about ghosts, where by the time he gets to being a little bit more practiced at Revington, he actually has a scene where he almost beats up an orderly because the orderly grabbed the guy too tightly. Mm-hmm. So you get this idea that like he's taken it on him as like he doesn't care if he gets married, he doesn't care if he has kids. He's kind of found like a life's purpose.
1: Yeah. At
0: helping these people pass on and letting them know they're safe and it's kind of him using the shining positively like Josh well, what would you say
2: yeah i mean when he's a kid it's he thinks of the shining as a curse not mm-hmm. a gift and as he gets older you know he learns how to use it it also it as you get older the shining dulls yeah like mm-hmm. you like as you the the older you get a the more you control it but then b there's not as much like rose makes the comment you know in the movie where she's like where have you been all this time yeah mm-hmm. you know and like so as as you get older, yeah, it corrupts. It goes and they like, and so by by the time Danny's older, his shrine isn't as
0: strong, as yeah. strong.
2: But it's also not trying to actively kill him anymore. Yeah. So of course by that point, he, it becomes a blessing, in, in a way, um, and it also helps establish his relationship with uh, with Abra,
0: mm-hmm. who
2: we should probably get to.
0: <laughs> uh, She's only
2: yeah. like the main character. Besides
0: uh, Danny. Yeah, well, I, I wanted to go over like Danny and like how Danny gets here. So, by the time we get into the, the heft of the story, we've seen Danny go from a kid that was traumatized to an alcoholic to now a man working at a hospice. Who
2: has a new lease on life. He has a
0: new lease on life. He has a reason. He has friends. Mm-hmm. He has, like, is he even mentioned in the book? He's dated a few times. Oh. He's not really interested in it, but he's gone on a couple dates. He's gotten late. It's great. So, Danny is our one character now. We have Abra, uh, which I was very surprised about casting because Abra in the book is a blonde, like Blue-eyed. little kid, and good on you, plan again for wanting like inclusivity. Like it's amazing that like it's as a director, Abra, there's mm-hmm. nothing
2: in the book that says Abra has to be white. You know, she has well, she does have to have an Italian great grandmother.
0: And she, book, she's but. blonde-haired and blue-eyed with pale, freckled skin.
2: That dad's <laughs> got some strong, recessive genes. I don't know. Uh,
0: but I, I loved it. It was a mixed family. Like, she, uh, the girl that played Abra was just a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. I loved her. She
3: was great. So, I don't know if the book goes into it. I did find it interesting that um, Danny and Abra are communicating in a way that to danny it seems normal by writing on a wall that she can see wherever she is but we don't really all we see is a hello and if granted i don't have the shining um so maybe if i did i would wouldn't be surprised (laughs) but if i woke up and just saw the words hello written in chalk on my wall and i live alone i would probably freak the fuck out (laughs) Well, when you've
2: when you've grown up and went, bathtub women have tried to strangle you, your dad yeah. tried to kill you with an axe. I
1: feel right, but like writing on a wall would be like then writing on a wall nothing. is
3: pretty mundane. <laughs> pretty Wouldn't your the then? Who the hell is in my apartment?
0: <laughs> I think my reaction would just be like,
3: "I wrote on the wall when I was drunk."
0: <laughs> what did I do? But he's
3: sober. Remember? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Shit! Oh God, am I am I blacking out while sober now?
3: Oh, those sober blackout <laughs> that you read about all the time. Your I, just, where your brain just I mean, says, nah.
1: I could kind of agree with you on that just a little bit. Just because, like, you would think, you know, like, you, which ghost followed me, you know? Like, even if I had The Shining, I'd be like, it, I would ask, are you, like, I would do the whole Ouija thing. Are you a ghost, yeah, it, or are it, you, it like, I would ask it a question. I wouldn't just go, It Hi. felt
3: abrupt. Yeah. Like, suddenly yeah. there's just, like, how did she find him? How did she single him out? He's shut himself off from The Shining. He has hello on his wall. He just, first of all, he just has chalk. Who has chalk in their apartment?
0: Well, it's 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 said early on that it was a math teacher that painted the wall as. Okay, but that's
3: not said in the movie. so yeah,
2: now it is. Wait, that's what? what the landlady says. Yeah, and she's, it, like, she's like, eighty five dollars a month. that the guy was a math, yeah, oh, yeah eighty five. Right. And he was like, oh, he was a math. In the
0: book, it's uh, he actually lives at the hospice, mm. and he has a chalkboard of like scheduling.
2: Oh okay. Yeah, oh, okay. so it's more practical in the book where gotcha. yeah, it's is.
0: not just a random wall. Uh, it, so in the book, the first time Abra reaches out to Danny, she's like what, like three days old?
2: Yeah, she's very she's like just born. She's yeah, she's,
0: and it's more just like shouts. So the idea is like Danny at, by the time like hello gets written on his wall, he's
3: kind of aware
2: that he's aware, aware exists. somebody
0: exists. That's mm. been
3: trying to talk. Well, to and him. that makes sense with the setup yeah. in the book. To me, in the movie, it just seemed, it does. It seemed yeah, rather it like, was
0: like, oh, okay,
3: okay, this is a thing. And, and then, like, and one two days was,
0: later, it's murder. Like, we we jumped a whole bunch of bounds. Yeah, yeah it,
3: it seemed like, uh, yeah, you he just kind of took it in stride. I mean, again, he's lived a very different life than I have. <laughs> well, but given the life that he's led, I still would be like a. I'm nervous now. Same. He's writing on my walls. Well,
0: especially because you're, you're dealing with Kubrick, Danny.
1: Yeah,
3: right.
1: I would be like huh. I said.
3: All ghosts and supernatural things are bad, ex- except for Dick Hallorann. Yeah, but no. everything else is bad. Yeah.
1: I would be like I would literally treat my chalkboard wall or chalkboard in my office as an orderly as a Ouija board. If it said hello, I'd be like, "Are you a ghost?" I would just be like, "Are you a ghost?" And if it answered no, I'd be like, okay, then how are you able... Like, I would literally just be able to ask it...
3: Ray, if someone asks you if you're a god, you, you say, say yes. yes. If somebody asks you if you're a ghost, you say no.
1: <laughs> um, I would literally just be like, okay, so you're not a ghost. Then how the fuck are you able to communicate with me? But I also feel like that that that's the kind of one big complaint I have about this film,
0: is it felt like there was a lot of things... That weren't particularly explained, like him getting sober, Yuck. him doing this. That were just kind of like there. There was a large mountain, but they decided to just use it as a stepping stone. Yeah. Uh, but you find out Abra is this precocious young lady with a shining to rival young Danny's. Yeah,
3: uh, it seemed, she seems stronger. She's stronger
0: mm-hmm. than yeah. Danny. Yeah. Uh,
2: which, which is funny because like. It just—it's that—it's that escalation theme that we love from the Batman movies so much. Yeah. Where like when Halloran meets Dan, he's like, "You shine brighter than any soul I've ever met," and then now that guy's like, "Holy shit, this girl! <laughs> mm-hmm. like, I came back from the dead just to tell you, don't ignore this holy girl." Holy
0: crap! Check this out. Yeah. Um, the Halloran scene is so much more disturbing in the book.
2: Yeah. Well, you think it's—you think something's coming to kill him, and you're like,
0: "Oh wait, it's the dick." Okay, sweet. But then he's also, like, in the book, he's... We're like, in the movie, he's like, Hi, Danny, I'm Dick, and I'm your friend. In the book, it's like, hello, Danny. Oh, in The Shining? No, yeah, in, no in, in Doctor Dr. Sleep. Hi, Danny, I have no idea how you feel. Because I'm not a person anymore. Where the idea is he's been gone so long, like, he... Oh, he, okay. He. It's the voice of Dick, but there's no emotions... And mm. it's it's more like, um, like Marley of... and Marley. Like, it's more like, There is a girl! You must take care of her! Goodbye! It's not like an actual conversation. Mm. He just kind of shows up as like, Yes, I'm dead. I don't want to be here. I don't like being here. Go do this thing. I really don't give a shit about but, your personal but, feelings. But, but they did... Well,
1: what they... about the lock... Is this a, I mean, no, that, but, to
0: backtrack the But you, have to, to, the
1: but you have to
2: remember in the book... He's alive when he does that with Danny.
1: Okay. Oh, that's right. You mentioned that. He's alive during yeah. the lockbox. Scene. Yeah. So, so at I, this point, now in the orderly yeah. office, he's, or er, uh, the he's room, dead. he's dead. Got oh. it. Okay.
0: So, but in the book,
1: Dick in like, when he
0: comes back, like, there's no humanity. I, mm. I would, I disagree. I don't, because he says, like, I don't want to be here. This no,
2: is a dream to It's, journey. I, I gotta say, like, the dialogue from, because we just reread it, the I dialogue it in just... the movie was almost verbatim from the book. But the last lines like, are exactly the same. But
0: I feel like Dick gave it so much more like warmth that I didn't get out of the book. Well, maybe that could
2: have been delivery. That, that could have been, been yeah. that could have been my fault as a as a reader.
0: Well, also I, I also just take it as the words, but I, I got it it's very, but back to Abra. Uh, Abra is this little girl, uh, who at the age of two sees a magician play with spoons. It was like two. Yeah,
1: she was older than that. She was like yeah, It's two in the book. Oh, okay. it's five. five. And she she, she uh, yeah, all she the spoons says in speaking. her kitchen. Yeah, because there's a scene where he asks, does anyone know any magic words? And she's like, Abracadabra, because it's her name. I, I, honestly,
0: so I'm kind of ruined me. I'm like, I really want a kid named Abra. I really love his name.
1: <laughs> um, and then it cuts to the scene with all the forks on the floor. And all the spoons are on the ceiling. And all the spoons mm-hmm. are on the ceiling. Uh, but you get the idea,
0: Ab- Abra is the powerhouse to end all powerhouses. Yeah. Um, and what I f- like that they did still do in the movie is Abra's like, sh- that bitch is a straight up fucking Slytherin. Um, uh, s- she has a mean streak a mile long. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's slightly more explained in the book, cause in the book you actually find out, um, uh, That Jack Torrance had a wee bit of affair that produced a Lucy that produced an Abra.
2: That's
3: right. Jack Torrance is Abra's grandpappy. (laughs) Of all the despicable things he's done, this has got to be the...
0: no. Um, Which is funny. I I really find it interesting because they actually mention the idea that you get it from Danny, you get it from Jack. It's mentioned about his mom ancestral Abra is this mean streak?
2: They all have a temper.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they all have the this Torrance like temper. that Torrance mm. temper. Because I was gonna say I find it interesting because like I, I'm adopted, uh, and I have a lot of my adopted parents in me,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a lot. Uh, but I also have some personality traits that I have no fucking clue, like came out of it. Like, personal tics, personal things. Like, I was a kid and did this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I always had, like, a super big thing to, like, stand up to people. Like, I was very much like, no, you don't do that. Why? Because you're an asshole if you do. I, I, I would be shocked if I ever found out either one of my parents have ever thrown a punch.
1: Maybe not my mom.
2: I feel like <laughs> your mom would. I feel like your mom could yeah. like,
1: ko some motherfuckers. Oh yeah, Rochelle could definitely ko somebody for but, sure. But
0: but that's in a like once in a lifetime experience where mine was like every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and occasional Friday for all of school. Uh, but I think that's really interesting. The idea of like there are certain personality traits where like even as like an adult, I still look at and I'm like, there's no one in my life. That I would have gotten a gleam of, like, this thing to do.
2: Some things really are just kind of hereditary.
0: Yeah, so I I kind of have to go, like, okay, well, this has to just be nature. Like, I just have to, like, when I was a kid, I would climb shit. Like, I loved being on top of things. Yep. No clue why. I still do. I I, I, I just (laughs) like to climb things. Uh, but there's no reason for me to like that. There's no reason for me to have these things. Same reason, there's no reason for in the book, Abra rubs her mouth anytime she's nervous.
2: Yeah, she does the she does the Jack Torrance tick. Yeah. Mm.
0: And so it's this idea of certain things. Whether or not you know this is the person you're related to. There is just, just, there's a tick. There's certain things that are naturally, you're going to do... You're going to have that same mean streak. You're going to have this tick. You're going to have this, like...
2: Abra's probably gonna struggle with alcoholism when she gets older.
0: Yeah. Uh, all this different stuff that that comes from nature. And I was like, oh, that's really fucking cool. Like, but by the end of it, when it was revealed, and it's like, I'm your brother. I was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> and I was like...
2: He really is Uncle Dan.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, the cute pet name she's used for him is actually his real name. Right.
3: That in, at least in the movie she uses to uh, come up with an excuse why she's hanging out with a man in his forties. Well, that's
2: and yeah, that, that's on the part French.
0: That's
3: what they do in the book. But then the the funny thing is, it turns out to actually he's actually wrong.
2: Right.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> but so um, we're introduced to Abra around the same time. We're also introduced to the antagonist.
0: Rose yes. the Hat. Oh, I fear boner for days.
1: Same, Lady Boner,
0: Lady Boner.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah she's I, very attractive.
1: She's attractive. I so badass. Even so, it's funny. Like Sorry. I normally, you know, I'm just gonna be like, you know, normally I'd be like, oh yes, the, the 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 hero of the movie, yay. I'm 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 always over it? here. What? Oh, you were like cheering with me. I thought you were doing the hand thing. Oh no. I was oh. you were like
0: the hero movie, yay, and I'm like the villain of the movie, yay. That's what I yeah. This so is, this this what... is how we watch films. Ash cheers to the good guys, I cheer to the bad guys. But not in this film. <gasps> uh you you were
1: I was like, Yay, go rose the hat. Really? Um, You're a
3: monster. What do you have against little eleven year old baseball players?
1: Oh. Well, until that scene, but I'm still like Rose. The hat's kind of awesome. Just, I want The her character, the, war oh, well, God, the wardrobe. Oh, even when she's
3: first introduced, you see her like do whatever she does to turn to Nell. Yeah, she
2: Nell, kills Nell
0: from Haunting of Hill. House. Yeah, oh, yeah, Violet. Violet. No, I know. I, I know, want I that. Was just,
2: I was making comment. as the same actress. Yes. I know uh, it's a different character.
0: That that scene. So when we uh, are reading the book, the the setup is exactly the same from. The movie to the book, because um, it's in four parts. So part one of the book to the movie is identical. Like, yeah, I, it's
2: very spot on. Uh, but I remember, the violet thing isn't in there.
0: Hmm. No, it's not. But
2: no, but like, but the introduction is perfect because that's yeah. like you get a very good, I very good, very brief idea that oh, this girl lures a man and does. this is what happens.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, uh, but and you're
3: not introduced to her whole crew you, at that point. As far no, as you're aware, yeah. she's alone.
2: Yeah, no, the uh, the snake bite Andy scene. Where the girl in the movie theater who yeah loves the guy that scene is verbatim from the book yeah we're, that's we're, actually where you get introduced to Rose
3: and the entire
2: True Knot is through that scene
3: yeah. oh and actually I I realized I'm wrong in the Violet scene the crew is comes up behind her and I then they about circle her. her yeah that's right they circle her so yeah that's true that she's never alone oh
0: yeah uh she she's never and uh, in the book the the true that was like the one kind of issue that I had was like. The true not, even with how scary they were, it didn't feel as menacing as it does, like, in the book. Because in the book, there's, like, 30 of them. Um, They have more money than God. Because they've been around forever. They have Homeland Security. They have every ID, every state license plate, every credit card. Wherever they are, they're fine. Yeah, and that part really creeped me out. About and like, I
3: didn't get that in the movie at all. No,
0: it's not shown. But uh, when we were reading the book, I was like, "How are you? How are they going to make this scary?" Okay. Uh, no, I was just saying, your thought. I I, point. Uh, yeah, but finish your thought. Uh, so when we were reading the book, I was like, "How are they going to make this scary?" I mean, if you've listened to one episode of this podcast before, you've heard me rant about topiary animals, <laughs> <laughs> and how much The Shining deeply, deeply traumatized me. Um, and, uh, the baseball scene, the whole scene with the baseball boy, it is also almost verbatim. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it gets worse. It's worse in the book. It's worse. But, it's, it's pretty bad. But I remember being like, how is this gonna be scary? Cause, like, they do the thing with Andy before they take down the little boy. Mm-hmm. it's kinda, I'm like, oh, okay, so they're kind of, like, psychic vampires, whatever, okay, they... They take steam from children, alright. And then it got to that scene and it's talking about slicing ribbons off of his skin. And how he's screaming and his vocal cords break. And how he's just like, kill me. And they don't.
2: Well, Rose says, soon. Um, And then Stephen King says... But, but it wasn't. wasn't.
0: So like that—that that was such a good way to like immediately make you hate and fear these people. Mm-hmm. Was like because I've seen a few things on like Facebook and stuff where people are like, should I have felt bad for like the true not? And I'm like, no! no, no, no. Like they're really cool, interesting characters. It's the same thing. Like I love, I love Severus Snape. Mm-hmm. I think he's a, a great character. He's super interesting severus snape is not a good person no no, No, he's not (laughs) it's kind of like that
1: yeah so i was actually gonna say because i was looking like so the whole movie i was sitting there watching um the actress the place where is the hut going she Ah, looks familiar you didn't realize where she's from until i looked it up yep she's from the greatest showman yep Yes, the opera singer that I love so fucking much in that movie. Uh, because I, I remember, I wasn't super
0: impressed with, like, her acting. Yeah. In Greatest Showman. Um, I thought she was fine. She's also just, like, not my favorite part of Greatest Showman. I think yeah. It's the her one part, part in the, the movie could have been completely removed and the plot line would have moved the same way. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, her acting in this, because, uh, like, I've mentioned... Josh reads books to me because I'm a small child.
3: And you never learned to read.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I never, I learned to read. I've never learned how to write grammatically correct.
3: Oh, well, Fact.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Still have (laughs) a... Love you. That is an
1: accurate statement. I
0: can...
3: Uh, Game recognize game, sweetheart. I love you,
0: but...
1: (laughs) No, I know. But I also, I'm not trying to be a writer.
0: Ah. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. I can still write, like, 5,000 words in a day. I just need a good editor. Uh, but Josh reading the book to me would, like, do, okay, do your Rose, your, like, Rose the Hat, like, happy voice when she's talking.
3: I'm not a dancing monkey. (laughs) Well, I came here to see you dance in a monkey costume, so
2: I <laughs> No, but we
0: have that. a snorting pig. <laughs> well,
2: let me find an actual quote from oh, her. No, no,
0: no, 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 Just, just, just say something, because I want to show the difference. Just humor well, me.
2: No, I am. I just oh want to find God. a quote from her.
0: Let the
1: actor act. Oh, my God. Coming from the other actor on this podcast. Let the actor act. So Chris that, and I literally just Well, the actor's that.
3: Uh, reviewing his lines. Right? <laughs> so here, Here we go.
2: <laughs> See how strong you are when there are two dozen against you. See how you like it when it's just you against the true. We'll eat your
3: steam and lap up your blood. The first will drink your screams.
0: Okay. So that's that I used
3: that same line when I met Ashley, so.
0: Well, <laughs> but then he does you did this the 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 rose yell crazy voice. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Say
0: something in the fucking voices! Oh my god, why do I have to be married to a Ravenclaw?
2: Fine, I'll just improvise. She says "bitch girl" like nine thousand times. Yeah, okay, times so yeah, say "bitch girl." No, you little bitch girl! You little bitch girl! I'll get you! I'll drink your steam! Something like. And your that.
1: little dog too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but what I, I kind of <laughs> found really funny is so how Josh has read it that way for this entire book, and then the actress kind of did that. that.
2: With an Irish accent, or with a what, what I liked there, about her, she did like a, a gypsy accent because it, it was like a muddled Irish English sh- American accent, yeah, yeah. which but, but, was fantastic accent yeah. work, oh, by yeah. the way.
0: But she she would do this very light, and then she would do that like guttural scream, angry voice, and I was kind of like, "Oh, were you listening to Josh read the book?"
2: Yes, Pamela. <laughs> they 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 listened into the future <laughs> with six that's months that's after shine they finished rapping.
1: Can I just say though, I want her motherfucking RV. Oh yeah.
3: No, I'd rather live in a home that doesn't have wheels attached.
1: Well, no, I mean for camping with Gallows' humor.
3: Well, sure, when we can afford a
1: <laughs> glam-, <laughs> glam, glam RV.
3: <laughs> she did have a giant hot tub inside her she did. RV.
1: That's why I'm like, I this did would not be the perfect. That. Yeah, this
2: would
0: yeah, be that, the There's one it, shot the perfect where you see for you, RV from gallow's the bedroom humor. area.
3: The front it, it, door, she comes in, and there's a big, huge bathtub yeah. behind her.
0: Yeah, it, it was like a bathtub with jet. It's like the bathtubs I want, like the claw-footed ones, mm-hmm. but like but it, in an was R.V.
3: Recessed, this was recessed like yeah, yeah. I, I kind
0: of shed a single tear. Uh, so you get the idea. The, the, the true knot is this,
3: which I don't think they ever use that. Word no, they don't. In they never yeah. refer
1: to them as a like a name. They're just no, they, no, say, they, do. they do, they do, they do when they're doing when they're
0: initiating snake bite, Andy. She says we, are we are the, the true not, and they and they do the, like, drag, back. we are not.
2: Something haunty, something Auntie, haunty, We are mm. the true
0: not, ha- something, something haunty, we shall endure. No, uh, I didn't even, I didn't that. That which is
2: tied can never be untied, they yeah. say all that.
0: Hmm. But there's that scene where they're all circling around Andy, and they're chanting. They say, we are the true knot."
2: And they say <laughs> it a few other times in the book, but it's blink and you would miss it kind of thing. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Because... We've read the book. I'm like, oh, the true knot, And now uh, they've said the true knot, mm. And then they've said the hunty thing that they say like 5,000 other times. Because all Rose says is like, do a hunty little bitch. She
2: says bitch girl literally like 9,000 times.
0: And it then bro- Rose yeah, is half naked. Crow daddy. Crow daddy. Crow daddy. Crow daddy. That, sorry.
1: Well, no, I was going to say, like, just in the ending, I was just like, I almost wanted to count how many times Rose said bitch girl.
0: In in the the book
1: or in the movie? In the book. In In the the movie she
2: doesn't say it a single time. No. But there's literally an entire chapter in Dr. Sleep called Bitch Girl. And, yeah, yeah, she says it a lot. To the point where I was, like, kind of keeping a tally in my head. I'm like, God damn, Stephen King. (laughs)
0: Um, Okay, so before we make this episode way too long, um, I'm going to say that we cut it and come back tomorrow. What do you guys think?
2: Uh, Sounds good.
0: I can do that. Alright, uh, Ash, you wanna sign us off and do our normal
1: sh- yeah. spiel? You can check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagrams. Also, please do check out our Patreon. Um, there'll be...
0: Patreon. <coughs> wow. I, I, I now know how my husband feels about our Patreon apparently. That <laughs> was me coughing
2: saying, hey, you should subscribe. It was Oh, a okay. For oh listeners. okay. It wasn't at all to do with the fact that I was coughing. Not even well <laughs> oh, I'm,
1: I'm very glad. Um, so, yes, please check out our Patreon. Um, there are awesome prizes for checking out our Patreon. And we could not do this podcast without you guys. So, yes. please support us. Thank you guys so much. And as always... Good. Bad. were the girls with the mic. And the guys with the mic for this episode. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll be back tomorrow.